All right, bradcooney.com. I'd like to welcome in Vici Flame. What is up, Vici? Thanks for joining the show, brother. Yo, yo, appreciate you having me. It's all good, man, in California. How's it going? Man, yeah, it's going good, man. Appreciate you coming on board. Uh, at Los Angeles, where I love I love that city. I used to go to Los Angeles. I don't know two or three times a year, but then but this just took me other places. And but I love LA, man. LA is a great place. Where are you at right now? You know what? I'm in Mississippi. I live just north of New Orleans, just about maybe two hours north of New Orleans. Mississippi? I only went there one time. I went there one time. This is a true story. I was uh, driving back. I was driving to Houston, Texas. Okay. <laughs> we stopped in some little shop in Mississippi, and we walked in, right? As soon as you walked in, it was literally just like the movies, how the record stops. Everybody turned around and looks. That actually happened to me in real life. That's incredible. That's, that's insane. <laughs> That's insane. You know what I thought, man? In some of the small towns are still, you know, so redneck. I'm from New York originally, believe it or not. I just have family on my mother's side from down here. So I ended up down here. But, but there's, you know, look, we got ocean fronts. We got Gulf of Mexico. We got cities. It's not, it's not all, it's not all redneck. Yeah, and, uh, yeah man. I, I never experienced anything like that in my life. I was kind of surprised being that it was so, you know, so further down the line. But yeah. nevertheless, that doesn't reflect on everybody. Obviously, you right. on the phone, so that, you know what I mean? So, exactly. So, yeah, there's good people down in Mississippi, you yeah. know? Absolutely. There's good people everywhere. There's, there's good and bad everywhere you go. All right, so let's talk about this uh, this project you got working on. Uh, of course, the single, Good Energy. I want I want I want you to talk about Good Energy, man. Well, Good Energy, man, is, I think... What everybody wants in their life at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Um, everybody wants just some good energy. So anyway, I wrote this song, but <clears throat> so I'm saying all I want is good times and good energy, you know. But um, the reality is this, the song is actually about um, music, like the, the, the music business and the music career. But it just it's just written to not sound like that. <laughs> okay. So... You mentioned when I, you know, when I, when I, when I read, I, I did my research and read your bio a little bit, and you talked about about uh, positivity and, and good energy. Is that is that what you, are you going with a uplifting energy, like uplifting lyrics, or are you talking about just music that makes you feel good and up? Yeah, exactly that. You, you know, music that makes you feel good because. Um I mean, I like all genres of music, so I, I like everything except country. I really don't listen to country music. Right. But, um, but, um, I actually, I like the music, the actual music that makes you feel good. You know, you can put on some music and it, it, don't, it don't make you feel good. You can put on, like, horror music and it makes you feel scared. You know what I mean? So, I like up-tempo, um, you know, good-feeling music, but with good lyrics, though. Like, you know what I mean? I, I, I can't disrespect anybody that's getting their money in music and everything like that, but <clears throat> I think in um, urban culture, part of what's been lost is those good beats, mm -hmm. let's just say trap beats, because right now trap trap music really got, they got some of the best beats, period. But, but the lyrical content is as such to where I think it kind of poisons the mind overall. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, I just wish to be a little bit different than that, that's all. You know, I, I actually like hip-hop myself. I'm old school, though, because I'm, I'm over 50 years old now. 
So I and then I grew up and I grew up in New York. So I grew up when when Run DMC hit the thing. I mean, they, now Run Run DMC didn't quite pioneer hip hop, but they were real early in the game. Um, I remember I remember when Kool Kumo D came out. Um, and, and these are old school. I, I remember what like I was telling somebody else uh, not too long ago when Run DMC hit the scene. Everybody wanted Adidas sneakers. Everybody wanted Adidas. I remember that in, high, in, in, in grade school, junior high school. Um, but they were able to transcend. Also, they were they were able to to um, to hit into different demographics, um, which made them very successful, especially when they collab with Aerosmith. Remember that? Yeah, man. So talk talk about that a little bit. Talk about where you think hip hop is now, um, where as opposed to where it came from. We're, 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 talk about that journey a little bit. I'm gonna tell you the truth, man. In some ways, hip hop right now is exactly the way the way where it was in say '93, '94, '92, '93, mm -hmm. which is you had groups like Kid and Play, you yeah. know, and those kinds of groups. And then the next thing you know, you had like Tupac, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. In some ways, I think, I think, again, don't get me wrong, any of our people that, man, that, that end up making this out of poverty or struggle, and if entertainment is your only way to do so, so be it, you know what I mean? But, but, um, I just think, if I go back and look at the history of great artists, these guys have like great songs overall. It's not all about popping bottles and freaking, right. you know what I'm saying, the next chick that you with. But, but then again, that's the young generation. You can't follow for what they talk about, you know. Maybe that's their life, so that's it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm just at a place in my life where I feel like I want to actually get to the art of it all. Yeah. <laughs> beyond, beyond, hey, I gotta, you know what I'm saying? The art, like the real art. When you go back and look at like Stevie Wonder, you look at freaking people like Marvin Gaye, um, Roger Troutman, Prince. Yeah. These type of people were artists. These are, even the pioneers, look, uh, we can take it back to Sugar Hill Games, yeah. Cool Road yeah, 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 yeah. all, all these kind of people. Look, uh, uh, when Dr. Dre first got started, all these little producers and all these, see, all of that to me is art, like real art. And um, I, I think for the generation that's a little younger than us, they in so many ways have hijacked our music to the point where, to the point where... Shit, man, it's, it's really degenerated the minds of a generation. Yeah. And that's, a, that's a terrible thing, but it is what it is, you know? You know, I saw I saw an interview with Prince before he passed away, and God rest his soul. Um, he, he, was on, he was on The View, that TV show, The View. And, and yeah, Prince, well, oh, but, uh, yeah, well, yeah, Whoopi Goldberg and them, yep. Goldberg, yeah, yeah. So, so um, one, of the, one of the ladies on the show was talking to Prince and saying how, how Justin Bieber really admires him and, and really looks up to him and, and they, they wanted his thoughts on Justin Bieber and Prince in a very nice way to kind of like sending a message said I would just like to see the kid play an instrument if he wants to get to, to a level you know that separates him to, to greatness do more you know try, try more as an artist right that's yeah, what he's saying yeah, because those artists, and so I think with the hip hop culture, especially because of sampling, and you know, somebody can, you can make a beat, that ain't nothing. Well, you can make a beat real quick, but to me, I think that's dope, but, but look at people like Pharrell, 
Right. Yeah, they make a Kanye West. Yeah. Yo, they make a beat, then they're gonna get on the track. That's what art is to me. So right at this moment, I don't know that we have like with the whole new crop of rappers and new crop of artists, I, I think maybe it's more wordplay and celebrity yeah. is the art form now versus the actual songs, you know? Yeah, it's a great point. Hey, that's just my take. No, it's a great point. I actually agree 100%. You mentioned Pharrell Williams, too. So I'm like a huge fan of his. Because not only does he, you know, he also produces, he's a visionary. He's he's like, you talk about positive energy. That guy's all about positive energy. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe I should reach out to Pharrell, really, though. You're right, Seriously? because... Um, yeah, because there's only a certain level, there's only a few little artists that's in the business that that's been in it for that kind of time that sign uh, you know those, those kind of people can recognize art in others right. and it's not just about the business for those kinds of people you know right. you just hope people freaking give you credit for your music that you create and don't just keep you under their wings you know yeah man alright so your other single uh, <laughs> Salutations talk about Salutations hey, that's, that's a what is a Salutation Salutation is a greeting so right. me being New on the scene, I guess you could say. I, I kind of want to introduce myself because I, you know, I sing, rap, produce the whole, mm -hmm. the whole gamut. But I want to make an introduction to the hip hop world and to the, the R&B world because um, I want to give a proper greeting, proper salutation before I go on the rampage. So let me give my respects first. Hey, look, this is nothing personal against anyone, but I am really about to try to take over the music business. <laughs> but I respect everything that everybody else has done. I really do. Of course. Of course. I mean, yeah, you, so that's what it's about. And you're just trying to do your thing now. It's your turn. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because like I said, yo, I see this. To me, yo, I could be completely wrong. Maybe I'm just a completely delusional fool, but I see this hole in the music business in general that I feel needs to be plugged. It happens every 20 years or so, and um, with each dying fad comes some revolutionary artist or artists, you know, several of them, and that, that, I mean, that's what happened to, like, say, rock and roll, that's what happened to, you know, just rock, and then jazz, jazz, they got jazz out of there, they got disco out of there, 80s yeah. pop, you know what I'm saying, so every, every phase or generation of music eventually changes, just the way it is, you know, and I think I'm probably one of the, like, new, new people mm -hmm. um, coming up, even, even, even more so than, like, say, Lil Uzi and Migos and all those boys, because they've been out for, like, a good five or six years, so their message is one of the past five or six years, that makes sense. It does, it, it makes a lot of sense, it reminds me of, like, when you talk about rock, when, when the, the 80s hair bands, like, Poison and Warrants and all yeah. those hair bands, and then they got... They got kicked to the curb by the grunge phase that came in the Pearl yeah, Jam, Stone, yeah, exactly. Nirvana, Stone Temple Pilots, that whole grunge, mostly Seattle, that Northwest Coast. They came in and took the country over, as far as rock music. Well, you goes. know why? They were still hungry. They were still hungry, man. And yeah. the excess, the excess. I mean, the, the, I mean, every. That's one of the things I noticed, man, with the music. It, it all gets to a point to where there's all only talking about excess and when it gets to that point at some point people get tired talking about the excesses and they get back to talking about real events mm -hmm. but on great music though yeah 
point. I do. All right. So let's um. So you, you like you mentioned before, and I watched your video. Um, you do you mix up singing, you rap, you produce. Do you want to do that? All you want to you want to try to do all of that, or would you rather try to do your thing singing and have somebody else producing your stuff, or you want to do a one man type thing? What is your goals here? Do you, do you find uh, creating the song, putting the lyrics together, and building the song, do you find that more gratifying, or do you find, once it's finished, getting out there and performing the song more gratifying? I think it's both the same in some ways, yeah, because, it, well, maybe when you're young, you know, when you're first younger and you first hear your voice back or whatever, mm -hmm. it's still exciting or whatever, but, but to me, once you get to a point, okay, shit, that's done now. Can we can we sell this? Can we market this? Are people gonna gravitate to it? Because you see, marketing dollars can only do so much. At the end of the day, you really have to have music that people are Absolutely. connecting with. Right. And so, to me, that's the most gratifying. If you if you're on a stage, you got twenty thousand people connecting with your song. I mean, wow! How incredible is that? People wish they could get to that level in life. Yeah. What about John? Um, I think that if you do. small percentage actually get to perform like you said in front of 20 thirty thousand people and an even smaller percentage than that gets to stick around and do it for a while yeah man because at the end of the day you gotta have at the end of the day music is something that connects with people's spirits it's yeah. gotta connect if, if it doesn't that's why that's why all the little artists you gonna always have your all of the little bitty artists they be here generation in generation out they're the low level you know, I won't say low level but the everyday kind of man artists and then you got the people that come along that are like real musical geniuses and they always change the platform the platform whether they're black or white or whatever I mean Axel Rose remember him oh, yeah. Come on, Guns N Roses. yeah he's, still, he's back with him now they reunited yeah they reunited I've seen I've seen a um, concert yep. from October and, and then I went back and watched their concert from 88 Something like that, man. Mm -hmm. and, and let me tell you something. His, his singing isn't like it was, but when you go back and look at how this dude really sang back then, man, that yeah. was some of the most 
incredible thing you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, he's pretty, Black or white. He's pretty close now, too. I mean, he's like, he's almost 50 years old. He sounds really good still for his age. For all those yeah, older years. Does. Yeah, I hear you, man. So who so who, who 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 are some of your musical influences? Who who really inspires you? Inspired you coming up? I tell you, now this may seem like a weird question, but to be honest with you, every musician has made a freaking living out of it. Oh, ah, sure. <laughs> differences now in music as opposed to when I was in high school coming up back in, back back in the 80s and 90s and even in the early 2000s pretty much the 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 holy grail for a, for an artist is to get signed by a major record label like Atlantic Records or A&M Records or Capitol Records that was the that was the home run I mean if you got you got that you know you had somebody to the district to a dis, uh, distribu a, dist a distributor to get your stuff out there but it's different now. They don't have now. It's all about iTunes and, and Spotify and and on and social. Hot on your own. Yeah, man. Yeah. So you don't have the luxury. Right, right, right. That's a big difference. That's a huge difference in in, in how things go as it used to be. Well, I think that changes the whole landscape and changes what an artist is. That's what I'm saying. So now, where an artist used to be, at one point you could just be a singer and get by. Right. At one point you could just be an instrumentalist and get by. There's a lot. There's a, there's there's YouTube's really helped some people out a lot. Um, like for example, here's a good example. Usher found found uh, Justin Bieber on YouTube. That's how. Oh, Just YouTube. I was thinking about that yesterday. Yep, that's how Justin Bieber got found. He got discovered by Usher on YouTube. That's a great point. You see, yeah, so I think that, I mean, I could, hey, yo, I could be wrong. If I'm wrong, you'll have this interview to freaking look back <laughs> on and say, yo, he was wrong. But but I think that anybody that puts the kind of effort into any business, whether it's your music business, whether it's your radio business, whatever it is, I think at some point, if you have good intentions, and sometimes even bad, I think it, it pays off. I really do. I agree with that. 
You know, you got to grind. Like you yeah. said, you got to get out there and grind, man. You got you to work. You got to hustle it. You got to do it. You got to put it, put it, put it in the ground. Work. So do you do you how, how much do you get out and play? I mean, do you guys do you do, you do just play around the Los Angeles area, or do, do you get out more? Yeah, well, I'm actually setting up a tour right now. The first dates is in um, January, nice. going through um, yeah, San Diego, California. Wow. I was um, performing a lot in the Coachella Valley area, Palm Springs, um, mm-hmm. you know, all in that area, man. And um, that was it's not the real game, you know. Remember, the real game is Atlanta, LA, Chicago, New York, those places. And so I felt like if I want to play for real, I need to try to compete in those markets. Yeah. So, yeah, man. So I'm trying to construct some music that I think is further than just uh, reasonable, some really international stuff. I hope it works. I mean, you know, at some point you do need some outside market to help you to do that. Yeah. And so, you know, that's where, yeah, that's where we are today, doing the best we can, bro. Yeah. yeah I, I was, and again, getting back to what I was saying before, back in the day, you know, you signed a record deal. The label is, is financed you. The label send, pays for your touring. You, the, those days are over with. So, so somebody in your shoes who's, who's trying to get out there and make his mark, I guess sponsors. I mean, how do, how do you how, how does that work? You, you try to get some sponsors to, to help you travel and tour around. That's a good question, bro. So, so, so part of the reason why the hip hop industry is the one that blew up is because of the professions of a lot of the people that was in the business. These dudes had dope money. That's how they was able to invest the kind of money that it takes to, to, to launch a career. That's the dilemma that people like me face who are artists that don't sell dope. How do you, where do you get funding from to invest into your upfront career? So, I mean, some people have family that help them. Some people save up their money. You know what I mean? Some yeah. people crowdfund. Right, right. You know what I mean? So, it's whatever you, however you are able to get money to invest into your career but at some point you know you're not you're not the, the, the record label you're not sitting around with the 300,000 that it takes you know what I mean so you know wherever you get it that's why again that's why I respect these artists because yo even if they were selling dope at the end of the day man they invested their money into a legitimate business how can you hate on that yeah man that's true alright so whenever I do you can't hate on that you can't man not, not if you're just logical about it um, so when I do these interviews, I, I, I reach out to my Facebook followers and the Twitter followers, and I ask them, hey, man, anybody have any questions about the interview, you know, such and such. So anyway, so I put out an interview with you, and, and so I had one of my followers wanted me to ask you this question. You ready? Okay. All right, they want to know, if you could collaborate with, with someone, anybody, who would be the first person you want to collab, collab with? Brandy. No kidding, Brandy. Tell me why. Yeah, man. I mean, other, other than she's beautiful, I mean, she's, she's very, very talented. She was a very unique artist, man. When you look back, when she did it, I want to be down. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. It was clean, yo. And, and I remember um, seeing Brandy live, yo. And she was so dope to me. Uh, that vocal. And, and, and although she hasn't had a super-duper bunch of hits over, say, the past five years, but everything that I have heard on her, it still's got that rich cultural. Mm. Her voice is cultural, but it's pop. So she's got like that perfect vocal, and she stays consistent with great recordings. Mm. So I would love to collaborate with her on the kind of beats that I do, just to hear her vocal and mm. uh, my vocal mesh. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not surprised. So I'm not so surprised you picked her because 
getting back to what we said before also about good energy and positive energy. She's such a class act. She's a class act girl. You know, she's always been all the way around. Yeah, she's always been a class act. I've been I've been a fan of hers too for years. That's great. You know, you'll never hear no rash things about Brandy. You know? I mean, you know, very very little. You know, who else is like that. Vanessa, even though she doesn't sing, Vanessa Simmons. Yeah. Actually, Vanessa Simmons does sing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's another one that's been a class act. Real pretty. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So let's talk about future goals. I mean, obviously. The, the easy answer is you want to be successful. Of course, we all know that. So, but what are your where do you, where do you see yourself in say say a year, two years from now? Where do you want to be? Well, the goal is to just basically release most of the projects that I've already done. Because over the past say year or so, <laughs> I probably recorded maybe 150, 200 songs. Wow. So, so the goal is I would. My whole goal with the music at this point is simply to release it commercially. I want to release the music commercially. And, I mean, you know what I mean? Whether you hit top ten or any of that doesn't matter. It, it, it matters that you independently put out your project. And so that's what I see doing, getting all of that material out. I got another EP. Actually, you know what? I was about to release another EP, but Russ... Uh, Russ said he stopped doing that and just started putting out singles. So, <laughs> so I'm in the process of doing that right now, which is mastering singles, and I'm gonna just start putting singles out—a single here, a single there. Mm -hmm. He did that. Do you know that boy did that for 50 weeks straight? Wow. 50 weeks straight. That's insane. A single every week. That's incredible. That's man. a lot of hard work, man. That's a lot of working. Come on, him, famous Dex, Rich the Kid. I mean, these, these boys are active, you know what I mean? Like, for, for people that's coming up, so I, I kind of see myself like them. I want to follow in the footsteps of really putting out a lot of product, you know, all 150 songs. I would love to see all of that on Spotify, 50, 60 of them charting, you know? So that's mm -hmm. my goal. And then eventually put my kid group out on um, YFB. Let me, let me ask you this question, man, because I honestly don't know the answer to this question. Um, cool. And again, I'm, 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 I'm referring back to, to the older days when, you know, you had a band or, or, or a singer or any kind of an artist, you know, the, the big break formers when they get signed to a label, and then the label pretty much handled everything and got them on the radio the whole nine. So how does a hip-hop artist or an R&B or even a rock singer in 2017, almost 18, how do they get spins, man? How do they get radio stations to spin their stuff? promoters, there's Spotify playlist promoters, you know what I mean? There are, there are uh, booking agents, so it's your job as an independent artist, first of all, to try to create some products that are going to put you in the space to where they're going to care enough about your product, right, right. you know what I mean? And then um, from there, you know, you try to get somebody to help you book the shows. Um, like right now, I've got good energy spinning, and it's, it's spinning digitally, it's like number 40, Somewhere around in there, maybe, maybe number 60 on the independent charts. Good. But that's what it, that's, that's, that's what it takes, you know? Yeah. That's where it starts. And then you got to get on the Spotify playlist. Now, if you not, if you can't get into them playlists, the record labels ain't going to invest nothing to you for what? You got to get hot on your own. That's just yeah. the way it is, yo. Go get hot. Yep. So, like, I'm guessing social sites also, you got to get, you got to, you got to be beating the doors down on Twitter. 
I mean, if it was me, if I was if I was an artist and I had a single out, I'd be on Twitter like tweeting the links out to the song like, every day. Yeah, well, you know, you gotta you gotta also be on your social media, and social media is a tricky thing because as the times progress, people are busy, man. People are busy. People yeah. are busy. They're looking at things that they want to look at. They're listening to what they want to listen to. Right. People ain't really checking for new artists. Not yeah. like that. Not really. So, so to me, I'm just saying, why? For what? People are going to go listen to the things they're comfortable with, with the artists that they know or with the artists that is propagated upon them. They're not really going to look for no new artists. In order to cut through that, not just all of the music, the video games, the TV, the homework, the life. You know what I mean? In yeah. order to cut through all of that to get a second um, with, the li- with the, the listener, oh, man, that's the most beautiful thing ever, really. That's good stuff, man. All right, man. Well, look, I, I really enjoyed talking to you. I actually learned some things talking to you about the business, too. I really appreciate that. Um, anything I missed before I let you go? Is there anything I missed? I mean, I want to give you an opportunity to talk about your social sites, where they can, where the listeners can buy your music and that whole nine, your website. Um, but before that, is there anything that, that I missed that you want to talk about? I just want to give a shout-out to my dude, Brad, that's out here hustling. He's on the same Mr. Cooper. I am hustling, getting this thing on, still on the radio. I give a shout-out, man, and much respect for having me on your show. I appreciate it. Man, you're very welcome. Glad. I want, you, I want you to come back, too. As you have new projects come up, you just holler, man. We'll get you back on the show. That's real dope, man. For any fans that's listening, you can follow me on um, Spotify. It's V. I double C I Flames Vici Flames Spotify Instagram Twitter is all the same Vici Flames the Vici Flames 